Craig, ready. Chris, ready. You're listening to the Scottish Football Forum's podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig, I'm the host of the podcast and I'm back, I'm back on my Skype, on my PC, on my headset. Hopefully you can hear a wee bit better than last week. Uh, I'm back. And I'm joined by John and Chris. Right guys? Hello, big orange circle. <laughs> evening. Uh, evening. I've had to reinstall Skype on my PC. I've got a I've got a way of uh, getting round the issues that I had last week. If anyone wants to pay me fifty pound a time to fix their Skype issues, but I had to pick a profile picture and I didn't have a decent picture of myself, so I've had to go for the Starting Eleven UK logo, oh, and I suppose it means plug. I can plug it. Shameless Aye. plug. There's nothing wrong with plugging that. Check it out because it's a good site. It's brilliant. Whoever wrote it is a genius. Right, hopefully when I listen back to the podcast, I'll sound better than I did last week. And I made it worse when John started bloody sending me notifications <laughs> indirectly. <laughs> Aye, right, this podcast is going to be a busy one, because although we've only got a handful of games that we're going to talk about, there is a load of, some of it nonsense, some of it not so much nonsense, but a lot of non-football chat to have. But it's going to be interesting, I've been looking forward to it, because... Uh, the the latter stages of the podcast will I'm sure we'll talk about the Scottish Cup and I think it's interesting to hear uh, Chris's side of the the debate the discussion and obviously John as well given his uh, unbiased opinion because unfortunately I'll probably be a little bit biased when I, when I talk about so it. so ba- basically we'll start if off you're with the, to talk about some football tonight I just fast forward to next week's podcast. Well, we'll start off with the charity bit. That's a wee bit of football, but yeah, it's more results rather than actual action. There's a bit of Aye. upcoming stuff as well. I think we're going to discuss a wee bit of the, the League One and the title race and also, obviously, race for the playoffs because that's very interesting with two games Aye. to go. Oh, there's plenty to talk about. We'll be here until oh. Wednesday. So the charity bit didn't come in, but I tell you what, it was close. Riley didn't score first for... Queen of South, but they drew two each and it burst it yep. twice in yeah, that one uh, game because it's had Sunrar and uh, yeah, I say this on Saturday, I think Queen of South should be banned for the butt of the bet now because not only did they not get us the, the first goal scorer, but they then came from behind to take the lead only to bin that and ruin the other bet as well, so they're bad. I know I think we I think we mentioned as well when we put Queen of South in there saying no, it's unusual we don't usually pick a first goal scorer and pick the team because we feel that jinxes us and what happened mm-hmm. and jinxes us. We should have just Aye. went with Falkirk and Inverness to go to get through to the final. Aye, that's your thing. That's Although it. Falkirk was tipped last yeah, week. I, I think we were the was, only uh, people tipping Falkirk because uh, when the STV were, uh, had uh, compiled a big list of people to say Hibs were going to win. <laughs> About 18 of them or something. None of them Aye. were right. Aye, they were ignoring the stats yep. whereas we've got the, the stat or the Chris, you're the start of John's uh, the apprentice, but he's getting there. Oh, getting there, aye. Aye. Right, so that's it for the charity. But what we'll do is uh, I'd probably want to pick the first goal scorer and the matches at the end of the podcast, if that's all right. I want to rewind back 
to last week and the, we were talking about the post-split fixtures and we were all sitting waiting, we were all sitting waiting for them to be released and then when they were finally released, uh, was it Wednesday? Yeah, aye, we recorded Tuesday so then yeah, the very listening to the podcast went, oh, we better use it. Aye, exactly, yeah. aye. Aye, finally they brought it out and they, they brought us a, a wee treat. Aberdeen Celtic, they seem to have placed it uh, quite well. I, I thought they were going to put it on uh, a Thursday, 3 o'clock in the morning, but no, they managed to put it in a position that will hopefully lead to some excitement. Uh, not quite a, a title decider, but it, it could go some way right. towards that. Well, um, I, the, basically, if Celtic Aberdeen keep winning, then Celtic only need to get a draw there to clinch the title. But that obviously assumes they mm-hmm. both keep winning. Um, the other good thing about that game is it's a, a, it's an early afternoon kick-off instead of a lunchtime kick-off. So a wee bit of time to get up there and no crack it on, travelling up to Aberdeen for the Celtic fans for a change. Aberdeen have actually got three 3pm Saturday fixtures after the split. And the other two are on Sunday. Which is three more than we've got because we've went uh, Sunday, Friday, Sunday, Friday, Sunday. <laughs> But Celtic don't Celtic don't play on a Saturday nope. at three o'clock. Are you any hope of that? Seeing as a TV deal, that, that's not well, going to well, happen. Well, it used to be it used to be it was only away yeah, games that get shifted all over the place. Now we seem to always have home games as well. But out of the nineteen home games we're getting this yeah. season in the league, four of them have been Saturday at three o'clock. Now it's not just telly. There's obviously been a couple of Madrid fixtures. There's been games shifted about for uh, the Europa League. There was obviously the, the the scrubbed game at the start of the season because the pitch hadn't been relayed after the Commonwealth Games opening ceremony. Um, and then it was the stupid holiday we took in January. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because that's going to get fans switching yeah. off because it's a lot of money for a season ticket, and if you you can't know if you're going to be able to make all the games because you don't know when they're well, going that's to be. The thing. You don't know until middle of April before you can find out when your last games are going to be. You don't need a season ticket to watch Celtic. You just need a Sky subscription and a Pretty BT much. subscription. Yeah. That's you sorted. <laughs> Aye, all them dodgy streams that I, I take no part in. What are you talking about? What's a dodgy stream? Christmas tell me about I, I think it's one that somebody's peed in up a mountain. Right. <laughs> Aye, so the, the fixtures came out and all was, all was good in the, the world, the, the SPFL, because despite, I think it was Killy, Killy's moans that they wanted a, a home game to celebrate the 50th anniversary when the top tier, apart from that, there wasn't that much going on. But then the bombshell hit when Rangers against Hearts, or should I say it the other way around, because it's at Tynecastle, was switched to the Sunday with all other <laughs> championship games being left on the Saturday, which bemused a few folk and ended up with a, a bit of a tit-for-tat battle between uh, quite a few, uh, Leon Dempster and Budge, and obviously Doncaster himself, who could see no oh, issue well, in it. He didn't have a problem. Tit- <laughs> it was a, a bit of a farce that uh, Doncaster didn't realise that it could cause an issue. He's completely devoid of reality, that man. Yep. Uh, you, you think that in his position, he would say, right, okay, we're going to move uh, Hearts versus Rangers, and unfortunately that means we're going to have to move all of the fixtures. But instead, he said he contacted the clubs, but he hadn't heard anything back. But I don't know. I don't know who to believe in this. But you'd think just just contact them and just say that's it. It's on the Sunday, or 
you knew that this was the final game of the season. Right at the start of the season, the Championship has that luxury of being old school, where the fixtures come out at the start of the season. Why was it not announced back then that it was a lunchtime on a Saturday or a Sunday? Who cares if the TV picks it up or not? Chances are they want to, because uh, back then I thought it was going to be a title decider. How foolish was that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just farcical and then uh, it got moved to the Saturday lunchtime all, so all the fixtures are on Saturday lunchtime now whether the clubs want it or not they just are and the the fans that uh, got refunds because the game was moved to Sunday now are asking for the tickets to be activated again it's just I think Hearts are trying to accommodate them as best they can in that, uh, that manner which is good because they've been totally screwed over it so just Ridiculous. But uh, Sky have come it's out smelling roses in this one, haven't they? Because not only did they, but they were they the ones that actually moved the game in the first place and put the SPFL get the blame for it. They're the ones that went, look, we can just move it back to 1215, it's fine. And then Sky go, oh, brilliant yes. Sky, well played. Mm-hmm. Good guys, good guys, it's Sky. Aye, right. Yep, aye. And yet this is us on, on the Monday and still Doncaster's in a job. Despite Reagan coming out publicly. Uh, uh, saying that all games should be at the same time and a, a bit of a thinly veiled threat towards his position nothing's happened he's still in the job he's still carrying on oh, I just wait till this week when he announces the Scotland deal more signs and muscles in the podcast you know Aye,あ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さあ、さ
There was a wee bit of excitement then when Kelly went a goal up. It was like, oh, a wee, a wee bit of hope, and then or oh, hope. I guess they're enough way of all of this. Oh, I had want them to, to win. Oh, did yeah, you not? I wanted Celtic to win. Of course, I don't want to give the wrong impression here, but I had a bet on, uh, who was it, Ross County to finish above oh, yeah, Kelly. Yeah. Uh, something like 13 to 8 at McBookie. Uh, I don't know what the odds are now, but I had a bet on that, and obviously Kelly had the, the game in hand, so any points there would have uh, damaged that bet. So, yeah, I was... Uh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have said that I was uh, wanting Kelly to get beat because yeah, that's put me in a, a difficult situation. I've still got a, a home game to go at Ibrox before the, the end of the season, and I don't know if I'll be welcome back now. Is that you change a big team? It's not St George anymore. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've got myself in a hole. I'll need to edit this out when we finish the podcast. So I've, yeah, I've got in a dead end now. That's it. Well, I but the magic button, the magic button's not working anymore because I listened back to the podcast from last week and there was no no edit with the magic button, so must oh, be yeah. its holidays. You know ah, it was technical issues. Uh, there was edit with the magic button. I just left one specific gap in. <laughs> See, uh, Chris does more editing than I do. I, I just close my eyes, hit the magic button, and, and put it out there. See what happens. See if anyone. I'm just, I'm just thinking. No, you need to change your big team because St. Johnson don't know what they're going to qualify for Europe this season. But you might be lucky because you've been all uh, team reasonably local. You could be Europe. Could be Falkirk. Well, there's talking me going to the game. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to happen or not. But there's a, a day out getting planned by one of my mates, and I uh, involves a, a day in the sunshine at Hampton. Uh, so some might say I'm a, a glory hunter, but. Probably get there while you can. It might be a while before you see your own team there. That's no, that's no fair. That's they were hammed in this man. season. Aye. Right, so we'll move on for that game then. Yeah, we'll talk about the other uh, Next league up. game that happened. Yes, aye, the other league game. After right, there's probably not much to say there, really, is there? Right. Like Aberdeen won, Cheriak helped us out a wee bit. Rune up to 30 goals this season and then that's us qualified for Europe yep. that probably sums up there wasn't many chances and Carbardine can I say only a lot of possession a lot of set pieces didn't really do it as I said last week we could be a bit more you, of a set piece place do you want the bad news though? Um, you know how he says you qualify for Europe see because of the make up of the Scottish Cup uh, second of July you're starting again <laughs> oh I know I um, the winners of the Getting Scottish the 16th Cup 16th of July start We'll, pro- we'll get the lighter start, which seems bad. This we're a team that maybe wins like what four or five games, gets in the round lighter than yeah, the team that's played suppo- thirty-eight games. Yeah, I suppose the argument there is that they've, it's, they, they've won something. They, they deserve to be rewarded for winning something. So. But then my counter argument to that is, aye. So why do we discount the league cup or anything? Aye, I think they worked out that uh, Shinny, because obviously Shinny's moving to. He might end up on a, a week's holiday ah, true. by seeing ah. players come back for pre season. Well, see if like you that. compare that to just, just uh, what I was hearing on the radio about Hearts, they're getting about seven weeks off. <laughs> That's not bad going. Aye. Well, was it oh, Hibs? Aye. What, Hibs? Aye, finish really so, yeah. that's, that's when their season finishes. And then, obviously, like, they don't need to be back until the week starts, really. Well, obviously, pre season friendlies and stuff, yep. but. I mean, that's, that's, that's yeah, something that's going to be a game after the second third of May. But Aberdeen players won't really have had much of a break over the last two seasons. Because obviously we started to yeah. early last year as well. 
and the league's finishing later this year. So, it's got, uh, you, you know who's fought up was? That's one Stephen thing. McLean's fought that one. He, he was a referee that allowed that goal that Willow scored in the last minute. Uh, Stephen McLean, we might come, we might come to him later. Possibly, yeah, that reminds me about the the talk that they were going to extend the the season into June for the the playoffs. I forgot (laughs) to mention that earlier because that was another farcical uh, situation where there was going to be clubs with players who were potentially out of contract and having to negotiate an extra week worth where the players could quite simply say, okay, give me 20 grand. Because if you don't, then you're not going to have a team. It's, it's a bit of a farce. They said that they were going to come out on Monday with a decision, but I haven't no, heard anything you, yet. You, Obviously, yeah. Hibs didn't you know what the happened? final. The, but they, they announced sorry. earlier today that they were going to delay that decision. Basically, because Queen of the South didn't win at the weekend, like they thought they might. Because if Queen of the South won mm-hmm. and then Falkirk obviously won in the Scottish Cup, they'd be in a position to say, we don't need to move it because Falkirk are in the final, Hibs aren't, Falkirk can't make the playoffs. Hibs are there already so there's nothing to delay but at the moment because there's still that chance that Falkirk could be in the, in the playoffs and the Scottish Cup final they need to delay the decision so let's, that'll be next week to uh, make a decision because Falkirk have got five points behind with two games left so there's, it's very slim that they could, they could overhaul that but you never know yes. but, uh, uh, just yeah, Falk, it does mean that Falkirk have got something to play for uh, Ibrox next uh, this coming weekend so that's, uh, that's actually been quite an interesting game. Yep. Seeing the subject uh, of the playoffs, the playoff final, we probably said this last season as well, and I know it's a wee bit ahead, but why did they all just make it one game? I've always said that about the, the playoffs, so because it's the same in the lower leagues as well. They're over two leagues. One game, yeah, what it takes all. Like, I to see Aloha against Dunfermline in the, the final. Well, I don't like calling it a final since it's two legs, and it didn't feel like a final because it was the yeah. first leg. So yeah, it was a, a win for Aloha, but there was no no jubilation. It wasn't like uh, Inverness uh, winning that game, or, or it it wasn't. The, it just I don't know. It seemed like a, a lack of atmosphere because of that. Because it was always a second chance. It was always. Did you ever cut like that though? When I was when I was when I, I was younger, yeah. I don't mean well, really young. I mean like, I'm pretty sure it was just all two legs when I was even a teenager in the nineties. So I mean, it was a it was a more recent change that I went to a one game final, but the the one in it definitely the one in eighty seven that Dundee United took part in was a two two leg affair. Aye, I no. don't like it. No, I think don't the, like the one off finals are a much better option. It's a bit of a money spinner for the clubs. <laughs> when the SPFL don't take half oh, the well, money yeah, off. Oh well, unless you're on P three and you want to, to um, try and get that real change. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Motherwell as well are key. Oh, imagine that. Well, all, all the teams that might actually want to take part in it. Playoffs start this weekend. The Pyramid playoffs. Yes, yeah. They, uh, uh, Broader Rangers and Edinburgh City's first leg. Aye. Uh, I never realised that uh, it was actually confirmed, it should, well, it was confirmed by last week's podcast that Montrose will definitely be the, the team that the winner plays. Yeah, they're, they're confirmed bottom of the, the week two. And uh, we'll, we'll yeah, go mention the league too. We should probably say congratulations to Elwyn Rovers. Their, uh, their win in uh, Queen of the South, not Queen of the South, Queen's Park's draw was enough to the clinch them the title. So that's uh, League Two champions and promotion to League One next season. That's where Greg will be going next season for some entertainment. We're going to watch the Rovers. Oh, they're going to meet. They're going to meet at some point. 
the two of them. Nah, there's, there's, there's still a bit of division apart. Aye. Just, just the one though that that can yeah. sneak up on you. See, once a, a club like uh, Motherwell goes down, that's them. They're going to just keep going. It's going to be a bit like Wolves down south. They're just going to keep going down. Or Leeds, Leeds is maybe a better Thistle example. Well, back Thistle went for the, the top flight all the way down to the bottom, and then obviously they're back up again. Ah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like the Grand Old Duke of York. <laughs> Aye, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're now trying to think of the words in your head and thinking. I don't think you get ten. I don't think you get ten thousand first part. No, no, maybe over a season. <laughs> Aye, okay. So, uh, are we are we moving on to the the Scottish Cup? No, because well, well, before we move on to the, the cup, I think we should finish off talking about League One because that's that's easily the tightest race of the lot. Because Forfar got beat at the weekend, so that was them dropping off the top spot. Strandar are back in top now, but there's there's now two games left. You've got Strandar on 64 points, Morton on 63, Forfar on 63, and technically, Breaking City are on 58, so they could still catch Strandar as well. <laughs> Aye, and you've got the big top of the table clash this weekend, Strandar yeah. against Morton, which is a half-five kick-off. So... So, so there's, a, there's a good chance that Forfa could win their game, which is against Dunfermline. Dunfermline. And Dunfermline don't have any to play for anymore because they're just out of it. So there's a good chance Forfa could be top of that league by the time those two play. And they'll be hoping for a draw. <laughs> Aye. If you look at all the clubs that are in the title race, probably Forfa have got the so called easier games. Because they've got Dunfermline, which they play away, and then they've got Air at home. Yeah. So, well, area leaders are still in the, the tricky battle their way out of the playoff spot because they're level on points with Strenuous, we're yeah. on 28. So it's one of those two that's going to be um, in that playoff spot. Uh, Stern and Albion have already been relegated because they're 11 points behind. Now, I didn't watch the last five minutes of the sports scene. Did they mention that at all? Did they Spot. mention that there was the top of the table clash on BBC nope. Alba? Of course they don't. They don't, they don't even they don't acknowledge the existence of League One or League Two. They've only acknowledged the championship this season because of Rangers. Let's face it. So. But that's embarrassing. It's on the BBC. They should, should be able to. They should, they should realise that. Plug it. Because oh, it's always so got a special guest. No, oh, that's a neighbour's dog. I get oh, my dog, Alfie, <laughs> uh, the weekend. So I don't think I'm going to be on the podcast next week because I don't know what to expect. I don't know if there's going to be poo and pee everywhere. And I don't think I could settle if I was looking and seeing it pooing and something. It's not meant to. Oh, you're that excited about getting a dog? That's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about special guests. It was probably, did we kind of gloss over the, the Barry Robson sending off? He was a special guest in sports league yesterday. So he got to, uh, he got to defend his um, accidental... Whacking somebody on the face with his elbow, which um, I don't know. I, 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 you have to be. I'll, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because only he knows what he was thinking. But it was one of those ones where you could see how it was, could be interpreted as, as being uh, intentional, and you kind of see how it was interpreted as being accidental as well. So that's it. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He says he was accidental. It always helps if you're yeah. not looking. Aye. I think if you have a look and then the elbow comes out, then you're like, well, he, he swung it with quite a bit of force. <laughs> That's, that's uh, the only doubt I've got in my head. Yeah. But aye. Aye, they're professionals. They know. Right. They know what they're doing. It's interesting that there was three people 
on sports scene, or should I say four, but three pundits. Well, uh, yeah, there was two pundits. There was, two pundits. There was, a, there was a, a current player, a current manager, and Pat and Evan. Scary, Aye, scary, I thought it was good. Scary, I know. I thought it was uh, some good bookings uh, there. Th- three. But I quite like Pat Nevin at times. Well, I don't think he goes into enough detail, but see when he gets the, the, the stat machine out. He talks to him at a My favourite comment um, last night had to be when, uh, after he joined the Celtic Inverness game, he was saying, uh, he said something about how it would have been a lot better if it, if it, if it had stayed 11 versus 11 like it should have. And I thought, no, there is absolutely no scenario whatsoever where that game finishes 11 versus 11. <laughs> Aye, you're right. Aye, so we'll, we'll go on and we'll mention the uh, the first game on the Saturday for the Scottish Cup. Yeah. Hibs against Falkirk. Which was 89 minutes of Hibs Which battering of... Falkirk and then Falkirk scoring the winner. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, that's football for you and that's probably what makes football so good and frustrating at the same time. But I. Hibs were boss. Scott Allen had the woodwork. And uh, I decided. Imagine not. Yeah. He cracked the bar. Aye. Scott Allen had a, a blinder of a game. And I know that a lot of people haven't seen a lot of him because he plays in the Championship. But whenever I've seen him, he's he's been outstanding. He's he's really good player. But I think his attitude, he's sometimes got a problem with that. See, when the going isn't very good, mm. his head goes down and he starts doing silly things. That may that may be knocked out of him eventually. I, I don't know who's going to be knocking it out of him. That's uncalled for violence. But Barry Robson, he play Oh, I, 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 maybe Peter Hussen. I don't know if he still holds a grudge. But I, he's he's a standout player for Hibs, and I wouldn't be surprised if he moves on to bigger and better things, whether that's this summer or, or in the future. Dundee United went in for him in the summer. Don't they? Eh, not the summer, sorry, January, uh, but only a bit. Like a measly fee, whereas you would have thought when the money they got in, they could have maybe trying to put in a kind yeah. of decent bid for him. Yeah, he's a standout in that. I you, thought you would we think, had to. Sorry, carry on, John. You would think if Hibs don't come up, that he'll certainly be a target for clubs. Well, I think even if they do, John, I think he's he's good enough. But he might stay, but if clubs come up, there's a more chance he'll stay at Hibs, I would think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was reading that. Uh, Danny Wilson is going to leave Hearts and I wasn't really sure exactly what was uh, being said on the, the BBC site it confused me a bit he's a clause in his contract that lets him get out I'm not entirely sure how is it works I'm not entirely sure how it works and, and yeah the, so the BBC says he's he's triggered a clause in his contract that will terminate his deal with the club with a year left still to run that clause also allowed Hearts to trigger the option to end his contract. So are they fighting over who's ended the contract? No, I think what... I think what is he saying th- I've ended it and Hearts are no, saying... No, what they're saying is there was a, they, they both had the option to end his contract a year early. Danny Wilson's been the one that's exercised right. that. But what they're saying is Hearts could have, but I don't think the Hearts would have wanted to. Right, OK. I thought they were having a wee tit-for-tat battle there. We did it first, now you did it first. Aye. I think there's a fair amount of talk that you point to Celtic. Yeah, well, even the, the, again, the, the rest of the BBC uh, article says that the, he's been linked with Celtic, but there's also interest from England and abroad, so uh, he may end up at Celtic, but I wouldn't be surprised if he goes elsewhere again. A Celtic yeah. fan, yeah. apparently. Even when he was at Rangers, that was mentioned. Uh, I, I liked him at Rangers, I liked him a lot. I, he never looked out of place despite his... Uh, I thought he looked appearance. very raw at Rangers, but I thought it worked really well with, uh, alongside Davy Weir. 
But as my mate pointed yes. out, anybody could look good against alongside David Weir. <laughs> uh, I don't think we'll see many like him in every minute of the season at 40. Uh, but anyway, we can have a whole podcast to reminisce about David Weir. No, yeah, no, you're not right. But I want to talk about potential for goal of the season. <laughs> El Alagui was header. I would have loved that if that went in. No, you know, remember no. it? No. <laughs> uh, it was the one when uh, the defender deflected the, the ball towards um, Oh, I, I, I def- keep saved, saved it and, it and it came parried back. it out to him and he was lying on the deck and tried to header it in. <laughs> yeah. It was a header right. when no, he was lying that, on yeah. the ground. Probably. Oh, is that, your, is that your type of goal, Craig? Aye? It was a good reaction. No, you're not going to say I'll that give, again. Me, give him credit. It was a yeah. good reaction, but I think he was just, he was unlucky. He was no way he could direct it anywhere. He could only try to head it back towards goal and hope it went in, but they, they keep busy able to stop it. So, I think that, that's one of those ones where you think maybe your luck's not in that day. <laughs> yes, yes. Bye. So that's it. Falkirk's in the, the final, and as I said earlier, I might go to the final. I don't know, and if I was, I'd probably be sitting in the Falkirk end. Well. At their first final since '97. No, they played. Cup, d- no, they played the Rangers in a final when you. Um, was that yes. the Scottish Cup? Aye. Oh, was it four 0 Was it as much as that? Was it? No, we win it. No, was that the it. one when Mark Kerr passed it through to Boyd? Or was that the League Cup? I think that was the League Cup. Oh. Um, that was a brilliant through ball. 2007, maybe. 2009. I can't remember. Now. I can't remember what was it, What year was Queen of the South? 2008? Oh, I don't mention Queen of the South. And, no, no, don't be doing that. <laughs> Aye, because Queen of the South was 2008. We'll Scottish Cup final. The 2009 Scottish Cup final was Rangers and Falkirk. So, yeah, Rangers won it 1-0. I'll tell you what. There was an interesting stats. Jimmy McDonald. This will be his third Scottish Cup final for three right, different teams. Going. Ah, that's good. I'd be getting bored. How many numbers he won? That, that one with Hearts. He won it with Hearts. Lost it with Queen of the South, I think. That's how it worked out. Aye, so. Aye. He's got winners and a winner's medal. Sorry, runners up medal. Aye. Aye, so well done to Falkirk for getting to the final. We'll move on to the Sunday game, which was Inverness against mm-hmm. Celtic. There's not much, to, much to talk about in that one, is there? There's not much football to talk about. Well. No, well, no, I want to talk about Van Dijk. I oh, touched yeah, on it earlier, right. but his absolute he, he ran up like a donkey, but <laughs> then he hit it like a beauty. Ran up like a donkey. He did. You seen him? He's like we clip clop, clip clop, and then right. does that. There's, there's no keeper. No, it's in perfect. Absolutely spot on with that one. So fair play for that one. It was certainly better than the other free kicks Celtic scored that day, which oh, I don't know, <laughs> which bounced in front of the keeper and went in. <laughs> Cadet will claim he oh, hit it in the valve and he'd done a Ronaldo or something. <laughs> but because it was a strange bounce. But I was I suppose a, everything a counts. Story. You would celebrate it, it doesn't matter. Well, you're too yeah. London, you take it certainly. As you were at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah another thing that's I'm, I'm trying to avoid all the, the controversial mm. ones, but uh, uh, I suppose this is semi controversial. But why was sports scene calling it the first period? Extra time. Why did they call it second period? Why? Why? Why is it not first half? Second half. Is that isn't always a? Isn't it always a period of extra time? Period. Huh? Is I it? don't know. Is it? No. He's kidding me on, Chris. After that, I've never called it a period. Aye, Chris. I've, 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 I've certainly called it a period of extra time. Huh? Period. 
No, you have no. You're kidding me. <laughs> well, hopefully. <Aye>. No. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, John, I'm with you. It's halves. Because uh, half, it's half, two half, halves. Aye. That's it. It's easy. Two halves. First half, half, half. Lost 45 minutes. Do you mean no 15? <sighs> period. Right. I'm going to ask that. I'm going to go on the forum and ask to see what people call it. Period or half. Oh, but I, think, I think we you should stop what? talking about it. Here's an idea. Tweet the podcast. SFF podcast. On Twitter. Aye. Hashtag, Hashtag period. Hashtag Someone tweet us because it ends up that we only just tweet each other from our own hello. personal accounts. Someone says Aye. Say hello. Tell, 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 tell us, you can give tell us what you call extra time. Is it half uh, is it half extra time or a period of extra time? I'm I'm genuinely curious. Well, you've, got oh, another I, name for it, you've got another name for it. I see. I'm surprised at you, Chris. I'm I'm, I'm disappointed. <laughs> but aye, it was definitely a half. I don't know. This is strange. Right, okay. Are we gonna we're gonna go maybe, on Maybe maybe it should be called a third. It's definitely not a third. <laughs> It's, well, it should be. It's a, it's a, a third and a half. Right? It's a sixth. <laughs> 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 oh, <fuck. laughs> See, uh, anybody that like, tells you that fractions are a waste of time at school, there you go, you can make jokes on podcasts. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, folk are still in the huff with you, Chris, for calling that <laughs> period. They're not happy. Let's talk about the controversial penalty. Uh, it was a tug back in Commons, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about the forest <laughs> claim when, they, when he was taken out of the, see, I, the I, I, I thought Shinny pulled back Chris Commons now Commons went down a bit easily but it was still a foul he's still the last man he's still in the box it should have been a penalty and a red card for Shinny see I, I don't know I didn't think that okay. that was a penalty let's, let's be generous for this one and say oh, maybe the referee was too far away or the, the, maybe the it was a, a Commons going down too easily. It was a, made it a bit li- less likely to get it or something yeah. like that. Let's talk about the big one. <laughs> oh, what is a Luska in extra time? <laughs> Pun- punching the guy. I completely missed the ball. You know what? No, no I'll, I'll, fair, I'll give you that one. That was that was definitely a, a, a good penalty shout. That one. But keepers seem to get away with murder. If you ask me, it's been the first time. Won't oh, be the last God, time. Uh, um, unless you're Scott Brown back. last week of course because then that was that was even more ridiculous <laughs> yes yes but aye, aye I think that was aye. a penalty no, I think so but then yeah, but aye, my, my argument sure. would be we probably shouldn't have got to the point of extra time in that game aye but that's well even... ifs and buts were candy that's <laughs> what, <laughs> what? And, and if Celtic were to have got that penalty who's to say they would have scored it I know but Celtic are, are Aren't exactly great from a penalty spot this season. I think they've missed a few of them. Aye, but I think we just scored that. Anyway. Uh, Zaluska. Can we go back to the Zaluska? Because. <laughs> I, Zaluska. I, think, I think that the referee could have been about to give a penalty but then played advantage. Because there was no keeper in the goal and there was a shot went away, and we've discussed it many a time, that often that is deemed as advantage. Mm-hmm. The it shot was anyone, went away. He shouted Help, anyone in, so it's alright. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know, I'm maybe looking for excuses as to why he didn't give the obvious. But that's one potential that he was playing advantage, he just didn't raise his arms to right. suggest okay. that. I certainly don't think it's a conspiracy or any 
I was going to come to this one, right? Because er, earlier on today, I was I I'd gone from saying that the referee was an utter clown to the referee cheated. Now, Craig immediately. Oh, wait a minute! We've not we've not discussed no, no, the incident first. I was just I was, just, I was going to, I was going to go into that point, but right, right? Okay, wait. Right, let's discuss the okay, incident right. first. Go for it. All right, aye. There was the ball hit the hand. Right. Is, is, is the header going in, going towards goal? Is it going to go in if nobody makes contact because there's no keeper? I think it was going to go yeah, in. I would agree. But I haven't focused right, on I, it I, 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 think, I, I would agree. I think it was going in as well. It's therefore stopped a goal-scoring opportunity. So, in that case, well, it's a handball, a red minute, card and a penalty. Before we jump on a bit, the, where the ball's going is, is not relevant as to whether the whistle's blown. So... It's all about whether it's right, a handball okay. or Ma- not. It doesn't matter. Mekin just going put out, his arm out to stop the ball. I think he just had a slap <laughs> on his head. I think. Well, yes, I think it was a handball. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. Yep. And but then I right. think that it's, so. I quite like to think of it. Oh, in no, the okay, order okay. It's yes, a, hand a handball. Ball. So then we've look given look. the handball. It's therefore in the box, so it's a penalty. Yep. The ball was going into the goal, so it's a red card because he stopped the goal scorer. Yep. Right. Okay. I agree. Yes. Right. How come then did no no fewer than three officials in the park not see that? Two of which had well, a, so a right direct now, line of right sight now, to it. We're focusing, we're focusing on the handball. I think the only one that maybe none of the other ones are No, I disagree. That we, we, they tried to make this point in sports scene last night. The official behind the goal can see it clear as day. And then went, on sports scene, bizarrely, they drew a picture. At, went, they drew a line that went nowhere near the ball. <laughs> Here's the line of sight, and they, they drew it to somebody's head. <laughs> So I suppose you don't know what the difference between a, a head and a ball. No wonder we're in such a mess. <laughs> it's a pretty serious allegation, so to say. That right, I'm going to explain cheating. this one, right? I think the referee has cheated because I think he's took a conscious decision of I'm not giving this, go- this game-changing penalty that's going to completely finish this as a contest. Now, because he doesn't want to end the, Because it's a big showpiece semi-final... Uh, if he makes that decision, he needs to give the penalty, he needs to give the red card, he's reducing the Inverness to 10 men, Celtic will probably score the goal, it'll be 2-0 at half time when the game's finished. Did he stop at a few, see the few years ago, was it Aberdeen Celtic, Considine? No, no, I'm, 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 not saying, I'm not saying every referee thinks like this, I'm thinking there'll be, there are certain referees who don't want to spoil the game, and I'm going back, the, 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 point, the point here is probably that it happened in the previous round, because how many people said Craig Thompson spoiled the game against Dundee United by sending off two players and he got it wrong. So, my, well, I, that, I, I, would, I would suggest also... that somewhere along the line Stephen McLean's thought, I'm not taking this action, I'm going to finish this game, I'm going to do nothing. But he knows he's under scrutiny. He knows that he's going to be getting tried about first. I never... then. There's the risk. There's a risk that he gets relegated to, I don't know, championship. Well, yeah. or something John, like that. I think that's, that's quite relevant because there's nowhere in the rule book that says... You can't do this because it'll no, spoil no, the but game. It's, it, and he's it, getting marked by his. Yeah, uh, but it's senior. also very easy to turn in and say, well, obviously not. Because mm-hmm. it's in the rule book, you have to be certain to give it. That, that, yeah, I was going to say, you have to be no, we're all certain. We're, we're all certain it was, it was a, a handball. Everybody has seen it is certain it was a handball. So the only person that's not certain it was a handball is the referee himself. You've got to remember, we've had the benefit of the replays. Well, I know it is. Everybody was in the stadium seen it unfortunately as well. And they didn't have any benefit of the replay. 
Well, I don't know. I would disagree with that one, Chris, to say that everyone in the, the stadium could see it to 100% certainty that it was a handball. It was confusion between uh, Griffiths thought it hit his hand when it hit his arm, and he was right next to it. That's, a bit, that, that's kind of semantics, so I, so I think that there's one. enough of a... It, it, it definitely is, but it shows that there's, that there's a... a a tinge of confusion. Well, the, 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 the confusion is uh, the, uh, well, the confusion that's happened since then is the reason I'm I'm saying something's not right here, because in the space of about half an hour this morning, I heard that the, the, the there was the official behind the goal didn't see it. To the referee was told by the official it happened in the head. To Kenny Clark saying the the referee couldn't see it. There's something along those lines. The problem, the problem I have with this is there's, there's three or four excuses flying around. They don't marry up. So the, the one story contradicts the other. There's a lot of excuses being made here as if they cover arses, basically. Which is making me a bit more suspicious than I would be otherwise. Now, what I will say right here, right now, is I am not saying at any point that this is a institutional bias against Celtic or any of that other stuff that comes along with us. I, thought it, I originally thought he's just a bad referee. It's not his first decision, as I've pointed out already, that he's got completely wrong. Like I said, the, the Aberdeen Motherwell game is the one that comes to mind for the last season, because I'm sure John will agree that was that was definitely a foul on the goalkeeper. <laughs> and the goal should never have stood. But it's, I mean, there was another one uh, this season that meant the Dundee United Celtic game. was. I, I, th- I think Stephen McLean also ruled it a decent goal in that game. That may have been his linesman that helped him that one. Though. But, uh, so, so for me, most of the referees in Scotland are bad. But in this case, I think it's probably more along the lines of I don't want to spoil this game because I'm on the telly and it's a showpiece semi-final and all that gubbins, rather than I just want to screw Celtic. It's far too easy to say I want to screw Celtic. Mm-hmm. And we do play the victim quite a bit. Yeah, well, now, that, yeah it was that something that I was quite interested in right. hearing your take on it, Chris, because uh, this morning when I read the conspiracy theories, <laughs> I, I often I find I know, them I'm, laughable. I'm just fed up reading them, to be honest, because like, I've been even tonight, I'm seeing people going, "Oh, look at the handshake at the start of the game between the linesman and, and the, the referee." That's clearly a masonic handshake. It's like, come on, people need a life. That's... They just look for every. Well, he's he's rubbish. <laughs> he's rubbish at, at being biased if he didn't give the, the penalty like... for when Zaluska took out yeah, Afiri. Was, was that still two each it's... at the time? Uh, I, I can't, can't remember. I can't remember. It was. Uh, he was, he was, by the way, if we're talking about McLean as well in bad decisions, it was also he refereed the semi final between Dundee United and Aberdeen in the League Cup <laughs> semi. We are Rooney. So he's maybe just bad for. Yeah, he, yeah I, I think he is a pretty bad uh, official, to be honest. There is also the, the, the other conspiracy theory about how his brother, Brian McLean, played for Rangers. Yeah, as that. we just pointed out, I've so did Danny that, Wilson, yeah. he's a Celtic fan, so. With this point for Rangers proof. Yes. But it'll be interesting to see, obviously, Celtic have written this letter asking for... That's just, that, uh, see, uh, I think that's a good move. I, I, I think that's a really good move, because well, Celtic have basically said, can someone explain to me why that wasn't given? Because we've all seen it. Uh, there's, there's there's certainly different stories flying around at the moment, as I was mentioning earlier. Can we clarify exactly what happened? We'll see if, I, I think certainly they deserved... Aye. I mean, it's, we actually spoke to some of the Aberdeen fans here. We were talking about the incident at the Sector Cup semi, and possibly we should have made more of it. But I think it's that way. See, once the game's by, 
Nothing's going to. They're no, not going to replay the game. I've been. But but maybe maybe in terms of improve, improving refereeing standards or whatever. Maybe more teams should be. Yeah, it's a, we need transparency in, in the game. Because one of the things with really like guys is oh, if you get such controversial decisions as this one and the, the, the goal that wasn't in the, for the Aberdeen and that other semi final, I think the fans are paying enough money to deserve some kind of explanation as to why goals were ruled out or penalties weren't given or, or, certain, or certain things like that. I mean, how hard is it for these referees to come out and say, yeah, this is what happened? Oh, yeah, I agree look, with rugby, that, Chris. I think they should be rugby. able to come out. Look at it, but they're wired up. Rugby, and the, that, rugby, 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 yeah. rugby, yeah. the daft thing, thing is, they're wired up. The daft thing is, they're wired up. Yeah, the, they still get it wrong, but the daft thing is, they're wired up in football as well. We just don't get to hear it. And it, that was another, that's another thing that's been doing around. There's been people trying to breed what the official behind the goal was saying. And there's a few people who said, pass, 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 pass. He said, no, but apparently, apparently but the, the, <laughs> if that's what he's actually said, then he's basically saying, I can't see. I, 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 I can't yeah, see enough. That, that was the that official behind the goal. But I, I think he possibly couldn't. Again, I, I, don't think I disagree, but, but, but we also know. I think they're most likely to see it as a referee. Yes, from I would agree. His, from what yeah. you've seen on the TV and his view. But when you look at the, the guy behind the goal, because the hand is right beside the head and Griffiths, is probably in front of the official. Can he, can't maybe see through. Maybe I don't know. There wasn't a decent camera angle to be able to tell. Yeah, agree. Certainly, certainly, obviously, be annoyed. No, definitely. I think. I think. And I don't think anyone said it's not no, a I don't think anyone has. I think the, the other thing that is worth remembering about these officials is how many referees do we know that don't want that man interfere where possible. <laughs> the certain referees actually tell the linesman, "This is my job. All you do is run the line." Now I don't know. I don't know what yeah, to tell the guy behind the goal. <laughs> Because he doesn't even get to do that. What it, I think one of the guys in the forum, uh, Sheeptastic, he kind of mentioned quite a lot about kind of referees and the fact that what you're saying there, Chris, that's quite often the referee will say, "Look, I'm the referee, I'm making the decisions." You'd hope that's not the case. Obviously, the officials should all be working together, but we've seen many a situation whereby the assistants or whatever they're called these days don't seem to want to help out. It's very rare they'll put a flag up to say, "Here, referee, come over." Yeah, which is annoying not. because when I was younger that, more, more is, there's five yeah, officials actually somebody should be able to see it that's the whole point of having them although it's only a dialer point of it maybe we need seven <laughs> but um, the, the, the thing is when we were younger they were called linesmen then they get changed to assistant referees as if that was the point they were supposed to assist the referee but so many referees come out and say no, no you're not assisting me you just run the line <laughs> what's the point of renaming them then anyway the, the whole what, can See we just the, leave this, this to one side for a second? Because ultimately, Celtic still went in 11 versus 11, 1 0 up at half time. They should still have had enough about them to win that game. But as it was, they played a crap corner, which then let Inverness break up the park. Matthews got caught a slight out of position and probably caught sleeping at one point. Got enough in the ball to knock it back towards Gordon, but not enough for Gordon to actually get the ball, and Gordon took it to the man. No disputing there, that's penalty red card, and Gordon's got to go. So, for me, for all that decision went against Celtic, and it should have been game over effectively, Celtic still have to get on in the game. And they were they basically Celtic undone themselves eventually in the second half. Now, Inverness obviously scored the penalty and never scored any more, and went to extra time, and then. So it was more than just the second half, but I mean, by the time what, that game was finished, Celtic played 70 odd minutes with 10 men, so they were probably knackered, and it kind of looked that way in the, th- the third goal, because. It looked like Shinny burst through, like, 
nothing. It was just a, a wall of Celtic players that were standing still. And then um, it was, lovely. It was, it was I mean, from, from an Inverness perspective, it was, but they were they were almost running past noddy cones because the Celtic fans were that knackered. I mean, Raven was completely on map on the other side. So I mean, you, yeah. Do you not think though at that point? See, obviously, Shinny goes by. I don't know who it was, but whoever he went by, you not know, some should have just kicked him to take the hit, take the chance as a penalty. Yeah, I don't think so. Do I think, think he's probably hoping he's going nowhere. And to be honest, I think they were too Aye. tired. I think it was just a problem because that was what three minutes to go or something the next time they were hoping for penalties. The last thing you want to do is give away a penalty in the last couple of minutes and given that was just crap at penalties, so it was never good. I think that was another blow as well. Was the fact we lost Craig Gordon due to that. And as somebody pointed out, that was that there was a that potentially was a triple punishment because we losing Craig Gordon for the rest of that game. We'd have lost Craig Gordon for a final had we made that, and they obviously had a penalty as well. That's some ball. How many tops was Zaluska wearing? <laughs> That's Too the many. important some thing we should be discussing here. Because I put on his goalie top on top of what looked like at least two Maybe t-shirts. I don't know what was going on. Aye. But going back to the Celtic statement, yeah. I know that there should be transparency and I'm all for referees being able to explain their decision because at times referees are wrong. And see if we just hear what they thought they seen, then it would it would end a lot of the debate there and then because then we can say, Okay, he got it wrong. Quite as simple as that rather than this yeah. cheating or whatever or bias. Yeah. But this Celtic statement they've they've conveniently forgotten that there was a, a wall that was placed eight yards, eight <laughs> steps. Right, so that's wrong. So where's the explanation for that? I'm looking for an explanation for that. What about Zaluska taking out a ferry? Was it did he play advantage or not? I want an explanation yeah. for that. How far yeah. do we need to go? I don't think Ross should have been booked for the challenge on Brune. I think it should have been the other player who came <laughs> steaming in and didn't get the ball. Why did he get booked? I want an explanation for that. I want to know how many that, tops Zaluska had That's on. the converse <laughs> of that thing. It's, just, it's like, what do you class as a crucial decision? Yeah, yep. obviously the penalty is yep. a crucial decision. It wasn't given, but then, like you say, the Zaluska penalty could have been a crucial decision as well. And, and so on and so forth. So yeah, I mean that's. Uh, I, I think I think Celtic are pretty clear. Fueling the fire. As well, well, I think Celtic are pretty clarified an issue here that everybody's talking about. Like it's literally everybody. <laughs> the, the media's been full of it today as well. Yeah, I think the the big thing is see whatever happens. It's very unlikely the referee will come out and say they've made a mistake. It does happen rarely. There yeah, have been cases had, where they will come out. And say they've made a very, mistake. Very, very rarely. Nothing. And you always get, like, like any time there's a big decision like this, you always seem to hear, see either Kenny Clark or Stuart Dougal in the news just within about 24 hours defending the referee. They have never, yeah. ever, look at that. ever criticised the referee in the history of all their media yeah. time. They're never going to cl- uh, criticise their fellow, not, not no, the so public, no- but it's a bit like, it's a bit like managers. Managers don't often criticise no, the players. That, 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 <laughs> It's yeah. the media. They'll, they'll do yeah. it behind closed doors, maybe, but certainly. Yeah. And players, maybe players should come out and they should be talking about their mistakes. Managers should come out and talk about where mistakes. It, it kind of makes it worthless talking to the referee, the, like, the likes of Kenny Clark and Stuart Dougal, because what are they going to offer to the conversation? At least when you're talking to a manager, okay, he's not going to criticise his players, but he can tell you what he was thinking here and there. And that's, there's other questions to ask him. I don't know why they bother asking whether they're going to be critical of the players but certainly there's, there's other questions to ask when it comes to the likes of Kenny Clark see unless they're going to clarify a rule no point talking to you 
There's probably an no, issue as well with the referees in terms of them fast-tracking people. Yeah, oh, definitely. One thing about these referees coming out and talking about their decisions, uh, there was a recent example when Rangers played Hearts and the pitch was covered in snow and the game was started and it ended after, was it 20-odd minutes? And the the referee, I've forgotten, I can picture him, but I've forgotten his name anyway, it doesn't matter. He came out and he said, look, we were told that the the temperature was going to improve. Mm-hmm. I think he mentioned two or three degrees. It was going to increase. The weather was going to be uh, uh, stop snowing. And he said that he felt that the players on the park would have thawed out the surface by playing yeah, on top of it. And that's why he started the game. We all know that that yeah. didn't happen, but now we know why he, why he did it. So we can we can appreciate that. We can empathise with him. Yeah, it turned out to be the wrong decision, but that's what's going through his head. And unfortunately, it only seems to be when games are called off, like Rangers against Dundee United when it was called off because the pitch was too wet. Yeah. Uh, the referee at the time came out and said, I did it purely for the safety of the players. The ball was sticking, players were sliding in, and he thought somebody was going to get injured, so he called it off. There's a lot of people annoyed it was called off at half-time, but when you hear it's for the reason of safety, you say, OK, right, hands up. Maybe you've made a, a good decision. It's a tough one to take, but it's a good decision in the end. Just it makes yeah, such so a difference. Why is that the only instance we ever hear for a referee? You're right, that, that, like, when a game gets yes. called off early, that's the only time you ever see the referee interviewed. It's not as if he just even comes out. He actually gets interviewed live on TV, and you end up sitting there going, oh, that's what he sounds like. <laughs> yes, yes, aye. Do you think it would help if they came out and said, I got it wrong? Is that not going to make it even no. worse? I think I th- it, it might make it worse for their own career, and that's probably a key point as well. As far as the fans are going, they go, oh, OK, I didn't see it, I got it wrong. Maybe we'd have a bit more respect for them. But as, as, if he comes out and says, I got it wrong, there'll be some idiot suit at the SFA going, mark him down, he'll be getting a rubbish game next week, if he gets a game at all. Yeah. So, yeah. But everyone makes mistakes, we're humans. That's, it's natural. When we've all played football, <laughs> we've all, some people won't get that reference. I thought it was a killer reference. Hey, we've all played football. And, oh. and, and the amount of mistakes that an outfield player makes, right, and a goalie makes it during a game. Now, these are range from minor mistouches to passing the ball out of the park or, or shooting it and it goes out for a throw-in. Mistakes happen all the time. That's For some reason, it's accepted that players make mistakes and all, all you get is a wee gripe. But this could be an incident uh, where the referee has made a mistake. And if he held his hands up, I think we'd all say, right, OK. That was, that was a tough one to take, but... Yeah, I think, I think the problem is, though, we'll still be for people in this instance going, yeah, but it was three of you. One of you should have seen that properly. Yes. Yep. You weren't all yep. blocked. Yep. And that, that, I mean, yeah. ultimately, that's the whole point of having those extra officials. It's to give them an extra pair of eyes so they can see from that angle. So, mm-hmm. has that experiment failed? Do we need TV again? Is that, is that the next stage again? Because if you get a TV replay, yeah. the fourth official quite tells you, yep, penalty, red card. They, yep. They, they, they could be I, I, cert- that, I, I certainly know. think that there's that there's a case to have the guy in the line and there's a case to have the TV evidence to personally I'd have both because I think anything that helps the referee out can be, can be a good thing like you've said I mean, I'm, I'm not 100% convinced but John seems to think that the, 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 
the official behind the goal there had, had his vision blocked by the likes of Griffiths. So fair enough, you can understand he didn't see it. You could argue that the linesman didn't see it either because he's looking through a crowd of bodies. That, okay, fair enough. That, that, these things that happen. If you've got the TV yep. evidence to back it up, then it's a lot easier. Yes, especially when we've already we had Derek Ray on the podcast and he explained uh, how quickly that his team managed to get replays to him because he gets the replays before we see it on the telly and we see it on the telly yeah. almost straight away. So he has uh, he was talking about the professionals that he's got doing such a good job and we could have that. So it doesn't have to be too yeah. much. And of I, a I know, delay. I know, there will be times it's a delay, but it will always come down to how what what decisions. Are replayed and um, did they get appeals? Yes. So many appeals or what? But yes. is that offside? Yeah. Does it cover possible offsides? Does it cover free possible free kicks outside the box? Where where does it finish? Yeah, yep. Oh, there's lots of lots and of that's finer maybe details. the issue. Yep. Obviously, it started with the goal line technology. Maybe. No, yeah. Time. As I, I mean, I've, as I've said previously, we'll the offside line is often just as important as the goal line. Yeah. So I think yeah, like that the goal line technology can't help with that. That's where I would use TV evidence. But again, the um, take for instance the was it Lee Wallace? Was it Lee Wallace? It's, the goal that never happened to the the Celtic Rangers game near Christmas New Year a few years ago. Well, even the TV camera wasn't a hundred percent conclusive as to whether the ball had crossed the line fully. The, oh, the goal line technology would have been yes. done, done a lot better job than uh, that than the, the the camera did. One thing is, if you do have this and you have appeals, you're going to have people abuse it. Now, Lee Wallace is an example uh, of somebody, when the ball goes out for a, a throw-in, he puts his arms up every single <laughs> time. He claims it every single time. I know that's minor, but that's, a, that's an example of a player that, that doesn't mind just claiming anything. And you might find that if there's unlimited uh, TV replays, if there's a certain amount, you might find teams uh, running down the clock calling for a, a replay when yep. it's a, a nothing foul at the halfway line, they just want to, to run down the clock, and I know the referee might stop the clock, but then the momentum's gone, and I think there's there's room for abuse, and uh, you might be able to cut down on that, but I don't think... I'd agree, but I think the Tennis is maybe a good example of this because in tennis you get three challenges, and if you if you, if your challenge is wrong, you lose a challenge. If a challenge is right, you keep a challenge. I oh, it's almost yes. given because of the way they use it. It's given an added dimension now, so that you can use your challenges correctly or not, or you can challenge if you run out of challenges, then tough. It's it's, it's almost another tactic now, as as part of the game. It, it becomes the entertaining as yeah. well. The way especially when it's shown the big screen and the crowd are all clapping along and. Yes. Waiting to see what happens. Yeah. I think cricket, cricket uses the TV as yeah, well. Yeah, and as you mentioned earlier, rugby's got the TMO. The cricket one, I don't know if it's a good example, John, in terms of time it takes, because it sometimes takes quite a while. I don't know what they're up uh, to. Aye, yeah. but that's enough time to get a beer. <laughs> yeah, again, the TMO uh, in rugby uh, takes a bit of time as well. Beer. That's it, we need beer at football, but beer at football replays, that's the way to go. And then no one will, no one will care nope. if there's like if it lasts like a game of American football. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll right. move on. Yeah, we'll, we'll just say, I mean, congratulations, that Galatha. So they 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 played their best. Celtic didn't play their best. I think that more than anything else is why Galatha are in the final. Celtic aren't. And I'm sure neutrals will be happy that there's a, a final that is wide open 
Oh, that fits in with it's uh, a romance. It's always a, it's always a family final with it. Ah, like, uh, you mean you mean all, all the big clubs are spending their time with their families rather than watching the game? There's there's going to be thirty thousand in that stadium at best, aren't there? Oh, the sponsors won't be happy either. If Celtic had been there, it'd have been full. But yeah, I mean you can, you yeah. like um, um you, you just can't come away with ideas that only the big teams can get to places. There's a there's, there's a, another podcast I listen to where I've, I've heard uh, certain suggestions like every away group team needs to take at least 500 tickets. So that, no, that's not how football works. Football, uh, f- football's all about merit. Like teams that merit their place in the, the final and teams that merit their place in the league. It doesn't matter whether there's three supporters or 300,000 supporters. Like, it's all about what happens on the park. Oh, I was waiting for it. I was going to say the integrity there. I'm refusing to say that because it got used enough last week. If I mentioned the integrity, Neil Doncaster wouldn't even understand what I was talking about anyway. See, Andy, that was on the podcast a few weeks ago, he'll be pleased. Definitely. Because that's his first season in doing the sports report, and that's him. We should try and get back on before the cup final. Definitely. But it was also the playoff situation, the pyramid playoff thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know whether I don't whether he's covered either of the games because I think it'll clash for like you know, Ross County and Vanessa mm-hmm. games, but sure he'll be. He might. He might. Right, but can we move on and we'll start uh, doing yeah, our predictions? Because we're running out of time, despite me not being very good at timekeeping <laughs> during the podcast. I, we've got a midweek game mm-hmm. again. Dundee. Again, so well, I mean, that's, that's a thought. As, this is this is where Aberdeen will be happy because obviously Aberdeen have got a, the rest of the week off, whereas Celtic need to go and play a fairly decent Dundee team who we've struggled against at Dens Park previously, but they won each draw. Uh, having played seventy minutes with ten men and got the extra time and been disappointed. And we, uh, yeah, but I remember, I remember how that worked out when we were excited about the fact that you just played into Ah, but then we were playing our closest rivals. We're not doing it this time. And we were at home. That helped as well. So, I mean, that, this could be a tricky tie for it. I would hope they'd bounce back. And I think what might help us is, although most of the team will be knackered after that semi-final on Sunday, Gary McKay-Steven and Stuart Armstrong won't be because they were cup-tight. And they love, yes. play, they love playing against Dundee. Yes, but I tell you something as well, Chris. You might not have anything to worry about because Ronnie Dyla noticed at the end of the game. He said that winners bounce back, but then I suppose when you think about it, he lost. So it's not really a winner, is he? No, I know what he means, but I. Well, that's that, that, that's over the hammer. He, 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 he needs to get his, uh, his his motivational skills up and running this week. So it's, it's up to him to make sure Celtic do bounce back because oh, there's still one. Well, I think he had a. I mean, sorry. Ah, but you're playing Dundee, right? Well, that's so really, right. But, um, like, as far as Celtic is concerned, the treble's gone. There's no point worrying about it anymore. It's all about clinching the, the league and finishing the season to make sure to, uh, the other two trophies in the, the, yeah. the cabinet. And then that's that, that's a, that's better than last season. So, if we, if we do finish that. I was critical of uh, Neil Lennon. Uh, during his time as Celtic boss because I didn't think that he had a plan B when things weren't going his way whereas see with Ronnie Dyler I think he had a, a wee bit of a, a shaky mm. start and I think he's I think he has I think he's, a, I think he's adapted so I though. think he will be able I to think get we, I think where he struggles yep. though is his plan B when we go down to 10 men because that's 
the game on the weekend there and the Milan game he did the same thing he took off best player pretty much he took off our, our most threatening excuse me he took off our most threatening winger that day and uh, we struggled to the attack after that yeah yeah right so Dundee against Celtic I'm going to go for one apiece Oh, that's what I've got. Oh, see, I think we'll bounce back. I think I think it'll be tight. I think it'll be two one one, but I think we'll bounce back. Uh, the odds in that game: Dundee are twelve to one. Pretty, that's pretty generous. The draw that is, is generous. Five to one, and Celtic five are to one. Five to one the draw for you two is oh. not bad. Yeah, Friday, yeah, or even a handicap bet. Aye. Uh, Friday night. Yay! Love this is another another game. Hamilton against Motherwell. Who knows what will happen in this one. In the last game, Motherwell absolutely thumped them. And I can't see Hamilton doing any better than they did that night. It's not a, it's not a Motherwell this time. But I still think it's going to be a Motherwell win. I'm going to go 1-3. Plastic pitch job, isn't it? I beat I'll, I'll, I'll give them all the benefit here and say they'll win 2-1. I think it'll be tighter than last time. I'll go for Hamilton nil, Motherwell one. And in terms of odds for that game, Hamilton oh, 23-20, the draw is 13-5 and Motherwell 11-5. No, say that again. 11-5 for Motherwell. Aye. Nice. <laughs> which, is, which could be a potential. No, no, oh, no, 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 not a fine bit. Not not for the not for the well, McBookie charity. Aye, now I like to do things in order in this podcast, so I'll jump back to the Wednesday night because Livingston against Hibs is on BBC Alba Wednesday night. Another game that sports scene didn't publicise, but that's a a good game to have Natalie Livingston fighting down the bottom of the table and Hibs obviously trying to to retain second place. Good. So that should be good. Rangers are four clear of Hibs at the moment, aren't they? I think Rangers are. Oh, yes, they will be because we. Yeah, yeah. they didn't play the weekend because they were in the right, Scottish so, Cup. Right. So, are yes. Four clear, so that basically, Hibs need to win Aye, oh, they can't reclaim second nope. in this game. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, of course, Livingston. But Rangers drew against yeah. Livingston. Well, obviously, need to win it because they're three behind all at the moment. See, going back to Dundee against Celtic, Dundee are unbeaten in their last six at home. See? In the yep. John, That's we've ended. got it right. That's 1-1. <laughs> okay, next one is on Saturday and Dundee against St. Johnston. I'm going to go 2-1. Did I mention that I've got a bet on Dundee finishing above Dundee? No, you mentioned the Ross County above Kilmarnock. Uh, uh, I've, I've went with the Dundee uh, one. I think Dundee are finishing above Dundee United. I don't think Ross County will yes. finish above Kilmarnock. I'm not too confident about that one. Wouldn't surprise me, but I've not mm-hmm. I've not bet on that one, just the Dundee one. Yeah. Right. right, so I went 2-1, what do you think, Chris? Uh, I will go for another 1-0 draw there. St. Johnson are pretty, mm-hmm. pretty decent in terms of away from home. So in terms of that, the odds, Dundee are 6-4, the draw is 94, and St. Johnson are 19-10. Mm. Okay, Inverness against Aberdeen. Mm. Mm. I'm going to go 1-1. Mm. I'm going to go 1-0 Aberdeen. Mm. See, Inverness are unbeaten in the last six. I hope in the league as well. 
as Dundee, but Aberdeen's away for him's pretty decent. Nah, I'll go for Inverness 1, Aberdeen 2. And that one. And the odds there are Inverness 19 to 10, which All right. if, if I will, that's quite a generous price, that's what I think. Uh, the draw is 5 to 2, and Aberdeen are 75. 75, I like. Mm. Again, not for a bet, because you've done it for uh, Ross County against Partick Thistle, home win all the way here. I'm going to go 2-0. Yep, same for me, 2-0. Uh, I'll go for 2-1 Ross County. And Ross County, I think, 13-10, which could be a decent possible contender. I like that. 12-5 the draw and 21-10 for Partick Thistle. Mm-hmm. Next one up, St Mirren against Kilmarnock. I think it's going to be an away victory. 0-1. 2-0 Aye, I think 0-1 as well. St Mirren, 95. Kilmarnock, 12-5. And, sorry, the draw, 12-5. Kilmarnock, 6-4. And in terms of that game, what, St Mirren have lost 14 of their last 17 home matches in the league. That is yeah. truly awful. Yep. Then on Sunday, we're going to be bored. We're going to be bored stuff because it's Dundee United oh, no, against Celtic no, again. This is the last one. Is this oh, the win? This is the win for Dundee United, isn't it? This is the one. They've put it on the telly well, box as well. Dundee United beat us already. And that game is Stephen McLean. I know, but... <laughs> I, but don't, is this what, that's what I'm no. thinking about what... Right, I think it's going to be an away victory, and this is going to suit my bet on Dundee pretty well. I'm going to go 3 0. Oof, I'm going 2 0 Celtic. See, I'm going to try and go for some like, positive thinking in terms of still Aberdeen being in the title race. Mind you, I've got them down to drop points against Dundee. I am miserable weekend Dundee. I'm going to. No, I can't. I, don't, I generally don't think I can back against. Celtic against Dundee United I'll go for Dundee United now Celtic 2 Celtic 2 right ok uh, odds they are but I don't know Dundee United 13-2 that, that seems weird Dundee United are 13-2 right considering their awful form recently against Celtic yet Dundee are 12-1 well, haven't won actually no. <laughs> uh, yeah, haven't just been changed oh, just huh? changed five. Oof. Uh, the draw is 7-2 and Celtic are 4-9 right hmm. ok so move on to the charity bet courtesy of McBookie hmm. an obvious one is Motherwell but it's a Friday night right so we'll skip on we'll skip past that just now anyway right Ross County at home to Partick Thistle 13-10 we went for 2-0 2-0 2-1 ok right that sounds good to me we'll go with that um, we'll look we, for we all went for Kilmarnock in 1964. We did, yep. Uh, yep, I went less so for Kilmarnock and more so for a St Mirren mm-hmm. loss. I don't know if you get specific odds on it that way around. <laughs> I, th- I think St Mirren lose, then Whiteley does Kilmarnock win. A £10 on the double returns £57.50. Um, pe- personally, I'm for Aberdeen in as well. And it, mm. Yep. Your own See if you put a £10 on Ross County, Kilmarnock and Aberdeen £138 you're getting back 
I'm not. I'm not putting that on. I'm putting two pounds on because I'm a cheapskate. <laughs> well, I don't know because see, for doing that, I would I would put Motherwell in ahead of them. Really? That's it. Ahead of Aberdeen, yes. And if you do that, you're up at 184. Oof. See, I'm, I'm I'm a bit scared, so but I'm not going to do stick. it. Aye, no, you're right. You're right. Don't get greedy. That's yeah. that's the model. Yeah, right. Just just to complete it. See if you put Motherwell, Ross County. Kilmarnock and Aberdeen as a fourfold then mm-hmm. you can win £441.60 for your £10 bet <laughs> Right, how about we do that then because that's going to burst a £400 mark on its own <laughs> oh. Right, we're going for it With the fourfold, are you kidding? I thought, I thought we said we weren't doing no. the free right anymore because it, no, it ruins the yep. bet for the weekend Right, as I, as I know then, John. Well, right. it's, oh, it's Motherwell. Okay. Ah, yeah, I got too excited. All right, all right. I'll maybe put that on myself. Right, yeah. lose money. I, I've, I've decided I'm putting on all the trebles. That's what I'm doing. So those four teams are all trebles. That's right. Aye. Because there's no just a double for Celtic fans. Wait. Hey, oh. Hee hee. Right, £57.50 on a double Ross County, Kilmarnock, and if you're crazy, go for the Motherwell and Aberdeen and there for the quadruple. Yep. Mind you, Motherwell Aberdeen by itself would be a good double. Ah, yes, it's all way. good bets. It's all good bets. And then Dundee, ah, d- ah, it's all good bets. Right, is there anything else you wanted to mention on the podcast? Yeah, I'll collect Albert. They're in the final of the Junior Cup. They'll play Musselburgh on the 7th of June at Rugby Park. Is that on BBC Albert? Yeah, it will be on BBC Albert, yep. Good. So I thought I'd mention that. And that's had a, had a, a recent final between mm-hmm. those two. It's all what one. So if you fancy getting away to a wee junior game, that could be a good game for you to get to. Aye. And before we go, uh, also I wanted to laugh at somebody. And maybe I'm being a wee bit harsh, but McGeoch was airshot. Did you see that in the Hibs game? Oh dear. Dear, dear. That's the kind of thing that you would laugh at if it was one of your mates that did it, but that's a professional. Got too excited and just swiped at nothing. Wasn't even difficult. Maybe he might not have scored, but uh, I would have at least connected with the ball. Every single. Just want to laugh just before we go. See if you go onto the BBC Mm -hmm. website in a moment. The, the Scottish football but mm-hmm. there's a quick there's an archive mm-hmm. link of referee offers handball masterclass and it's referee Stephen McLean <laughs> oh aye aye oh, brilliant from brilliant. February 2014 aye right that's it good one make so, sure you aye. see it I think that's make, make sure you go and watch it all <laughs> <laughs> right well thanks for coming on and thanks for listening and hopefully I sound much better than I did last week we can hear you properly, this thing. All right. That's whether that's a good Aye. thing or a bad thing. I'll leave it up to the listeners. Yes, <laughs> and remember to tweet us with a, to SFF Podcast whether it's period or half when it comes to extra time. Right, cheers. cheers. Thanks. Bye. Cheers. See you later. <laughs> I really fucked it up. <laughs> I, for- I forgot about the first scorer bit. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go back into it again. <laughs> so 
it's, it's my fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hold my hands up to everybody because yeah. I, I, I shifted the, the agenda around and normally do the first scorer near the start of the podcast and I decided to do it at the end and then I totally forgot about it until Chris reminded me that we hadn't done it. <laughs> Aye. Anyway, so we'll do the, the first scorer charity. Right, bet who's who's that guy that you know as mum? And by no, I just mean you've been running this. No, there's nothing dodgy in it at all. Aye, my old next door neighbour is Dale Hillsborough. Far, far away to Dunfermline, so. I mean, usually we'd like to go by like Jamie Longworth or Declan McManus, but they're playing each other in the late game on Saturday, so we don't really want to touch that one. Right. That's what we'll do. We'll put it on Dale. He's a yep. good guy. Let's see if Gavin Swanky scores first. And he's scoring. <laughs> he's scoring quite a few goals, but I see second in the, the scoring for for for. But second, we'll he's, he's on eight. Gavin Swanky's got eleven. Oh, aye, now nah, but Dale's a good guy, so but I'm not saying that Swanky's not a good guy. There's a podcast I mean. linked to his more, so <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Right, okay, and I apologise once again for messing that up. Thanks for coming I, back I, on again, and thanks for that, still I think with that mistake, you'll need to maybe be a, a one a one podcast suspension. Aye, maybe. that's a shoot. Aye, right. John, I like to see what you did there. Yep, right, I'll suspend oh, myself. I'll sneak in next week. Aye, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> <laughs> right, cheers then, and goodbye for real this that's time. That's very final. <laughs> It's only one week, you know. Hopefully, it is. <laughs> right. Cheers. Right, bye. Bye. <laughs>